0: This podcast is a little bit noisy because it was recorded in Times Square, New York City, which is where I met Ryan. Hello everyone, and thank you for tuning in to The Breakdown, D-Formulas podcast, where we deconstruct the college formula for you. I'm here today with Ryan, who's going to be a rising junior at Stanford University, studying Symbolic Systems Artificial Intelligence. Ryan, thank you for joining us today.
1: Yeah, pleasure.
0: So, Ryan is from Manhasset, New York, and graduated high school from Manhasset Secondary School. He was captain of his varsity fencing team and a national merit finalist and scholar. So, I know the West Coast is known to have a completely different culture from the East Coast in terms of lifestyle, such as being a lot more chill and less competitive than the East Coast, which is known to be, quote-unquote, like, cutthroat. So, what are your thoughts on that?
1: Sure, yeah. Um, It's definitely, you know something that's really apparent once you step onto campus. So everybody at Stanford's very friendly, and you know, I've never really had a class where I felt like I'm competing against other people. The only really competition is me competing against myself and you know, asking friends to study together, asking for help whenever, and providing help whenever I can. Um, and so that's a huge, I guess, cultural difference between you know, Stanford and the other schools on the East Coast, and that's definitely something that's been you know, really great to have.
0: That Sounds really cool. So Stanford is also known for having duck syndrome. Can you tell us a little bit what that's like and if that's even
1: true? Sure. So duck syndrome is essentially, um, you know, ducks, they seem like they're, you know, floating on the surface peacefully, but underwater, they're paddling really hard to stay afloat. And, you know, honestly, that is true. Um, You know, people always seem like they're having the greatest time of their life, but You know, when you actually dig deep into it, people are working super hard whenever you don't see them at social events. And they're always working to improve on themselves um, in a non-competitive manner, which I really love. And, you know, duck syndrome isn't really that bad. It's just, you know, what it takes, the grind it takes to make it. Nice.
0: So you're also a teaching assistant at Stanford School of Engineering. Can you tell us what that's
1: like and what exactly you do? Sure. So I'm a teaching assistant for our School of Engineering's public speaking program. And so, what that's like is, you know, I teach students from undergrads to graduate students to business school students, you know, how to effectively communicate their ideas in the best way possible and give them t- trips, tips and tricks, to you know, navigating public speaking.
0: Very cool. So, are most of the classes at Stanford taught by professors or like TAs like yourself?
1: So, I can't really think about, um, you know, any classes that's not really taught by Professor, any major classes so you know what how most classes are structured is you'll have lecture and the professor will teach that lecture and once a week you'll break up into section where the TAs uh, like explain everything to you go over concepts and they'll make sure your understanding of that topic is ingrained um, and so yeah it's a really great mix of you know getting information from the source at lecture but really also solidifying your understanding of it with fellow students or graduate students.
0: That's great to hear. So Ryan, you're a young entrepreneur and you just recently launched your own company called New Fair, which helps college students find cheap low fare travel sites. So can you tell us a little bit more about your New Fair company and how you got this idea?
1: Sure, so it's very interesting because, you know, normally people travel by, you know, finding one-way flights or a round-trip flight, but what many people don't know is that airlines have something called multi-city tickets, specifically open-jaw tickets. So what that means is you can find, you know, flight from New York to London, and instead of, you know, returning to New York via London, you'll return via Paris. So that is all in the same ticket, and, you know, many airlines will price that super, super cheap. And so we're leveraging that and, in addition, the, you know, evolution of millennial travel to, you know, unconventional destinations. And we're piecing together really interesting itineraries for students to, you know, explore non-conventional places at, you know, half the cost. And so, you know, if you're really interested in travel, want to see what your options are, make sure to check out newfairtravel.com, which is N-U-F-A-R-E travel.com. For sure.
0: So Stanford is known for being a school to cultivate student entrepreneurs, interest so what are your thoughts on that do you think stanford helped you um develop this idea and with
1: your startup sure so i don't think it helped me develop the idea per se but stanford has so many incredible resources for an entrepreneur to you know succeed so statistically there's probably less than a one percent chance of a startup succeeding but you know at stanford they give you all these different tools at hand you know, people that you can talk to networks that you can reach out to you know, different um, entrepreneurial programs like startx Um, to really launch yourself, you know, in a good position once you, like, once you start. And so, you know, a lot of other people are working on, like, entrepreneurial projects, just like you are. And, you know, it's definitely a really good place to be at an early stage.
0: Yeah, so, Brian, you're part of Stanford's B Team, which sounds amazing. Can you tell us what that's like?
1: Sure, so I was only part of the ski team in my freshman year, so I would go out sometimes. I wasn't a racer, but you know, having that community and being able to go to Tahoe and ski whenever I wanted to was really fun. How often were you going out? Um, Probably only three or four times, winter quarter, Um, but no, still every other weekend. Awesome. So
0: to wrap things up, what would you say are your favorite three
1: things about Stanford? So number one, and this will always be the number one thing about Stanford, is the people. And so this may sound cliche, but, you know, the people at Stanford, they're so different. Everyone's diverse, they come from different backgrounds, different interests, and you know, bringing all these perspectives into one place, you know, creates such a community of, you know, support and understanding of different world perspectives. And so, I guess number two thing about Stanford is just the, you know, opportunities that it all has offered me. So, you know, taking all the classes that I wanna do, giving me a flexible, you know, schedule to, you know, combine the core activities that I have to do but also my explore my interests as well outside of my major and also like doing clubs and like you know having time to you know play basketball on the side has been really amazing. And last thing, this is a little surface level thing but the weather is amazing. The campus is amazing. And, you know, it never gets old just biking around from your dorm to through the main quad to class in the engineering quad. It's always a beautiful bike ride. And, you know, every day I'll you know, stop in front of Memorial Church and be like, hey, wow, I made it here. Um, and, you know, just admo- like s- take a step back and say, wow, this has been great.
0: That sounds really cool. So to finish, what would you say is the single most important thing you would tell your high school self?
1: I would tell my high school self to, you know, chill out a little bit. Um, like throughout, you know, elementary, middle, high school, I was, you know, always worried about this one goal, which was getting into Stanford. And, you know, at the point where you know, I finally got in, um, that transition between senior year and college, I, I didn't know what to do because I had already, you know, gotten into college. But um, it really isn't about, you know, where you go to college, it's more about, you know, what work ethic you develop, you know, what attitude you develop throughout high school, and, you know, how you approach different problems. At the end of the day, like, you know, academically, what you're doing is solving problems. How you're going to progress through your career is, you know, how do you work on a team well? How do you communicate well? How do you translate your analytics into something tangible? And so I believe these skills, these soft skills, but also these, like, attitudes are much, much more important than what school you end up going to.
0: It was a pleasure having you on The Breakdown, and thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to come back soon, and we'll keep deconstructing the college formula. You can download DeFormula on the iOS store to meet with a college student on campus or through video chat. For more information, you can check out our website at DeFormula, which is D-E-F-O-R-M-U-L-A dot com. If you're interested in a feature on The Breakdown, email us at thebreakdown at deformula.com.